What's up, everyone? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 232 of Spinning Thoughts. Our special guest is Action Adventure. This band rocks, and I'm kind of jealous because Dan Boyer got to talk to the band before I did. He caught them at their show in Waterloo, Ontario on June the 25th. They were direct support for Like Pacific, label mates on Pure Noise Records. Talk about a lineup and just talk about two great bands, Like Pacific and Action Adventure. And spoiler alert, next week we have Like Pacific on the show. Dan got to talk to them as well. Action Adventure is going to dive into so much about how this band got started, which is really interesting. I didn't know a lot about this and how Pure Noise Records found them and signed them working on new music. I don't know if they've really talked about it before, but they mentioned something about a full length that is maybe coming soon. There's a lot to be excited about here in episode 232. If you like this kind of content, make sure you give it a like. Follow us on any kind of podcast platform that you're on. Subscribe on YouTube. You know the drill. These things really help us continue to just, one, just feel like we're doing the right stuff. It, it, you know, that boost of serotonin is always appreciated. And, and yeah, we get that when you hit the like button and you subscribe. But in reality, it really helps just boost the content that we're creating to get to more people. And at the end of the day, in this indie DIY, pop punk, emo, metal, whatever scene that we're all in, it's never a bad thing to get in front of new people, diverse audiences, and to share hopefully some positive messages via music. So go ahead and do all those things. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts. I'm trying my best to do TikTok. <laughs> and uh, so follow us there. I'm almost at a thousand followers on TikTok. And for those of you who know, that means that once you hit the 1K mark, you can go live on TikTok. So I really want to do it. It's a milestone. And, um, you know, maybe it's embarrassing that I'm not there yet, but I'm trying my best here at Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. So go do your thing. Go give this a boost and show it some love. Tell a friend who might want to listen to a music podcast and find their new favorite band. Before we dive into Dan's conversation with Action Adventure, I do want to mention that they just recently had their, not just their trailer, but their van and trailer were stolen. Uh, I think it was like just a few days before this tour with Like Pacific ended. And they powered through and still played some shows, I believe, to finish out the run with the help of the other bands on the tour, letting them borrow equipment and whatnot. I'm going to read this statement real quick. They have a GoFundMe, and I don't know how long the GoFundMe is going, but I'm going to leave the link in the description down below on Spotify and in the you know show notes or whatever the hell it's called. You're going to find the link down below. Just look down below after you hit the like button. And here's the statement that the band put out. On the last day of our tour, we awoke from our hotel in Michigan to find our van and trailer stolen. Unfortunately, all of our instruments, amps, merchandise, and personal belongings are unlikely to be recovered. After doing inventory, we have estimated total losses to be close to $50,000. This includes all of our guitars, amps, drums, merch sales, van, trailer, and other personal items. To say this is heartbreaking would be an understatement. Nevertheless, we're all glad we're safe and nobody was hurt. We're doing our best to keep our spirits up and high as we plan for our upcoming shows. Any donations would be greatly appreciated as we work our way to get back on our feet to do what we do best. Play music for the people we love. Sincerely, Action Adventure. This is heartbreaking. This happens way too much 
with bands and them being on tour. And it's like, God, don't bands have it hard enough as it is, especially after, during, you know, COVID and just, oh God, like I feel so bad. If you got any kind of money that you can share with Action Adventure to help them get back on their feet, the GoFundMe link will be listed down below. But I'll tell you something. Let's bring this full circle. If you don't have the money that you can still help the band, go and follow them on Twitter. Go and listen to their music. Go and share their music with other people. Those things help as well. can result in a merch sale or just another loving fan in their awesome community. So... I'm going to stop talking about all this so that we can dive into Dan's conversation with the amazing band, Action Adventure. Hello, hello, Dan Boyer, Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts. And I'm here with Brompton and Blake from Action Adventure. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's up? What's up? It's great to see you guys. Welcome to Canada. First shows here uh, in, in Canada. Uh, what are your first impressions of the country? Everybody's like really nice. I mean, like, I know that's kind of like the joke, like, oh, Canadians are so nice, but like, no, everybody's like legitimately really nice. Yeah. All all the good cliches are hitting and it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. So you've had like seven people apologize to you already. People, everybody's been like holding doors and we're not used to that. Like people will like go out of their way. Like, they'll be walking out the door, and then they'll see that I might be coming into the door that they came out of and are already, like, 20 feet away from, and they'll go back and open the door and hold it for me. I'm like, yo, this is fantastic. (laughs) Welcome to Canada. Yo, I was about to say, (laughs) we've gotten that line so many times after, like, amazingly small, nice gestures, always like, welcome to Canada. I'm like, sick. It's like the (laughs) sickest flex. It is. It's it's awesome. It's cool. Nice, nice. So you guys are from Chicago proper or suburbs? Chicago proper. Yeah. And so uh, let's go all the way back. Um, What is your first memory connected to music? Oh, wow. Like like TRL back in the day. We're kind of old, so like TRL. Back when MTV still played music. Uh, You know, stuff like that and just like seeing like bands like the drive to records bands like you know newfound glory and stuff and like just kind of be like wow this is cool i was probably in like fifth grade sixth grade at the time and like just kind of wanting to be part of that don't worry about being old i was in college (laughs) all right damn yeah and what's yours no i mean same same idea especially for like punk rock like growing up with that 2000s boom again with drive-thru records it's like I had an older sister who like always listened to that stuff she had all the DVDs and I have like all three drive-thru record DVDs we would like watch the music videos and just like really take in that whole scene and it was uh, super exciting absolutely absolutely that uh, and that stuff endures I think I mean maybe I'm biased but like you know definitely it it still holds up yeah definitely it holds up definitely I can 100% throw in like a starting line record and just be like yep dude that's like a go to in the band all the time based on your story yeah the list goes on (laughs) so so you get into music uh, and then action adventure comes about and forms and tell me a little bit about about that how did the band come together so, uh, myself, Adrian, and Oren, we've been playing together for like 16 years probably now at this point. We were like sophomores in high school. Um, 
since we were like 16. Holy shit, that's weird. Uh, so yeah, so half of our lives we spent playing in bands together. And uh, I don't know, we were just kind of like, we. it was like all on and off and stuff. And then we were kind of just like, oh, you know, let's try and start another project. So we, you know, started getting together and writing stuff. And then uh, we found our bassist Manny because uh, Oren's wife, is a friend of one of his friends and uh so you know we kind of just connected like that we really hit it off and man he's awesome um and then we found blake on craigslist yes the craigslist nice story we always say it's funny because i was in and out of bands at the time because uh, i'm from the suburbs so i wasn't in track with time and i responded to this ad on craigslist simply <laughs> titled 20 somethings looking for singer you know very vague ad and i remember like adrian was running the, the account i remember like i sent him hey man Here's like a track from my old band. Here's all like my, my tour experience, my show experience. You know, let me know what you think. And then Adrian goes, tight. Like one word email, just like tight. I'm like, all right. So I drive 45 minutes up and they become my best friends seven years later. And um, just talking about the drive through record stuff, we kept connecting on like the littlest Dude, things. It was so and insane. that's how you know like the friendships are real. You know, I'm like, you guys play Super Smash Bros. too? They're like, yeah. <laughs> like we just happened to be waiting for him to come do the audition. We were like in Warren's parents' basement playing like Melee. Walks down, he's like, Whoa, you guys play Smash? And we're like, Yeah. And then we walk outside after fantastic audition. We walk outside, you know, walk him out to his car, and he's got like a regular show magnet on his car. We're like, Dude, you like regular show too? At least, like, you guys like regular show? And it was, it was yeah. just like, like immediate Holistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things were lining up really good there. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Actually, speaking of the starting line, you know that the starting line came together that that way too, right? Yeah, I remember like they, they yeah. met Kenny when he was like super young and they just hit him up online. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Love it's crazy. Games. Yeah. That was back in the, the days of uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Yes, yes. Yeah. Good old aim away messages. Heck yeah, many lyrics have been put up online. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. Mine too. Actually, in Canada, we used ICQ a bit more. I don't know if you remember that one. It was like... I, like the letters I, C, and Q, like I, C, Q. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like that. That was kind of like the Canadian version of um, AOL. I dropped that in the like, banter later. Right. Kind of I sent the ICQ. Yes, yes. yes. Ah. Right. Yeah, 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 I have, yeah. I have a whole bit at the end of our set where I go through, find us on the socials, and I list all the ones like that. But ICQ will hit <laughs> here. So I'll keep, commit good. that to memory. That's good. There you go. Nice. There, there you go. <laughs> So, what year does uh, Action Adventure come together? So, th this audition happens, when, when is that, 20? Like 2014, roughly, yeah. 14, so, and then uh, the next step in the life of the band is connecting with Puranoids Records, and what year was that? 2020? 2020. Yeah, so, took us a long time. Yeah, it took us, took us a minute, for sure. So, so um, talk to me about the, those early days of the band, like anything preceding um, signing with Pure Noise? Was it just like the classic, like just hustle and like play anywhere, play to four kids and like in the basement or whatever? Yeah. It's still like that. Like, we'll, we'll, play, we'll play in your fucking backyard, I don't care. <laughs> it was the classic, like, you know, get together, record an EP and then play some shows, repeat. I will say it's always interesting for us because like in those seven years like we're we always keep saying we're older and like you know it's different you know doing this in, when you're in high school versus like we all have full-time jobs you know like balancing like long-term relationships it was uh it's a different kind of grind i'd say but you know we, we've been doing it it's crazy because like like you said we all 
oddly because of COVID, we all work remote now. So like we're still working in the van. Yep. Nice. So driving from city to city and you're like like one person's driving and the other like three or four people are like whatever we do respectively yeah. like, on our laptops like working. Everybody else is working the nine to five in the van. Yep. yep. We pretty much like, joke like the office is just a, or the drip the van is a driving like office. office. Yeah. 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 No music, desks. just like laptops for a couple hours, you know. Certainly makes uh having time to tour much easier, I would think. Yeah, oh yeah. Because I mean it's not like oh I need time off, it's just Hey, I physically won't be here, but it doesn't matter because I don't see you in person anyway, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so you, you hit the grind in 2014, and for six years you're an independent band, and then Pure Noise Records come along. Talk to me about how that um, relationship unfolded. Bar- barricades, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much barricades. Yeah, so we... Uh, after a string of EPs and doing the classic band stuff, and of course we experienced everything in those six years, like bands breaking down, uh, super tumultuous EP releases, you know, like just cream of the cream of the cream. But um, yeah, so for Barricades and our next EP, you know, we had this idea that we could make a quick one-minute song that like is an elevator pitch that encapsulates what we mean lyrically, musically, and just kind of packages it up in an awesome, tidy way visually as well. So we released, we created that, and the craziest part is that we, it was like just for YouTube and like you know Instagram quick video. Then Brompton last minute was like, "What if we put it on TikTok?" <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't even actually tell anybody. I was like sitting at home with uh, with my girlfriend, and she was like, "Oh, put it on TikTok." And, and our friend uh, Chris, Kodak, yeah. Kodak Chris, he was like, "Dude." Your video is awesome. You guys should also put on TikTok. I was like, damn, you know, my girlfriend just said that too. Let me see what this is about. I'd never been on TikTok. We didn't have like an account. We didn't have an account. None of us were even into it at all. Yeah, we were <laughs> just kind of like, uh, okay, sure. Uh, as old guys, we were just kind of like, well, I don't know what this is, but I guess kids like it, so we're going to try it. Threw it up on TikTok. Just no like, no links to who we were as a band, no anything. It was really not the best execution of my team at all. Uh, and then, you know, here we are, one million years later, and it's just like, how, how did this even happen? So Pure Noise sees the TikTok they saw, and yeah, gets they in saw touch with TikTok. you. Yeah, they saw the TikTok and got in touch with our representation, like our manager and stuff, and then we sent them the, the next, the poser video, and they were like, oh yeah, we got it. Let's, let's get let's go. Nice, nice. And so, uh, of interest kodak chris is that the same uh guy from the fallout boy song the like hey oh chris. no oh, no that would no, be no, sick no. though that would be awesome but i no. just with like chicago no i feel yeah there's so much chicago easter eggs and a lot of things but kodak chris is actually a really talented photographer yeah crazy. right so basically uh action adventure can thank tiktok for their signing in a kind of roundabout way. We don't even, it's not even roundabout. Yeah, it was just TikTok. It was TikTok. See, that's how I know I'm getting old, is like, like I have TikTok, but it's like, you know, three people following me or whatever. So and I, like, I look at it like once every two weeks, maybe. Like now I'm addicted to TikTok. This is terrible. Like, <laughs> I, I thank TikTok for, you know, helping boost our career and everything. But I also hate it because like, it's taken over my life. Terrible. I definitely spent way too much time. 
certainly seen the evolution of um, the way music marketing, band marketing happens. Because I feel like all my bands have TikTok accounts now. Am I wrong or no? Bro, I, I can like write an essay on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the new thing. It's, I think for better and for worse, so. It's cool because like it gives you a platform where it's like, you can make a little short video or you can, you know, post your music or you can, you know, we, we pride ourselves on being a pretty personal band. Uh, so like sometimes like, you know, it can just be like, here's this video of us finding the best cheesesteaks in the building or something, you know? Like these are things that we would do that anyway, that we would do anyway. And then, you know, it's like, oh, okay, people care and they kind of want to see this. Cool. So, you know, it gives us a platform to do that. But then also it like, it forces you to be a content creator in the, in that source as well. So, you know, sometimes it, it is a little bit odd because like, well, I want to spend time writing music, but I also have to spend time thinking about what kind of interesting content can I come up with. I hate it. <laughs> That's the drawback then. It is. is. Yeah. It is. The hill I'm always willing to die on, and I'll always say that what I like about Barricades blowing up on TikTok, it's, it was just a music video. Yes. It wasn't like a traditional dance or yeah. some meme thing. It was just a music video. Which which was nice because it was like, okay, so we did it. Air quotes normal. Yeah. Wait, like it was the music. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a different platform that just yeah. kind of, you know, got I always like to hammer that point in. <laughs> but it wasn't like, you know, us doing like crazy Yeah, it wasn't you know, in, intended. Because like now, like you said, now when bands make TikToks, it's like they make it for TikTok. Right. I feel. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, I always think it's, it's uh, for better for us. Right, fair enough. There, no, that's totally fair. And uh, I think you guys can be proud of the fact that it was um, your music that just happened to be on that platform. And that's what, and that's what uh, did it for you, for you guys. Yeah. And so you referenced um, barricades. And I just want to talk about barricades um, briefly because um, for me at least, uh, it was, I believe it was my single of the year, uh, like in 2020, maybe. Um, and uh, and if, it, if it wasn't, it was up there, right? Um, and the, the thing I love about that song is that it is so, like, it's a minute. It's a minute long, and yet it is um, just such a powerful song um, and an important song. And, you know, I mean... For my for my second only speak for myself, but you, you know it's it's not uncommon um, for me to witness um, people who just have like no sense of their privilege, you know. And I, I think and and I think barricades um, addresses addresses that. So the question is, um, has barricades accomplished um, what you were hoping? it would and how's how's the reception been on that song yeah i mean i think it, the reception has been great like we always have people coming up to us at shows or you know dming us like randomly just we'll just like even almost it'll be two years this year in october uh year, like years later they'll people dm us like i just found your song and i just you know as like a person of color who's into this music and like it really means a lot to me that I'm not the only one and that I'm not going through this alone and I'm like hell yeah I've been going through this shit you know since I was in high school going to shows you know going to like punk and metal shows and stuff and being like one of the 
six black people in a 1200 cap room you know what i mean and so it's 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 uh it's really eye-opening that i thought just like them that it, it was kind of like it was just a me thing uh well me and adrian because adrian was with me most of this time we were like the two of six uh but you know it's 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 nice that you know we're able to provide something that i always wish that i had for absolutely for people absolutely absolutely that's that's awesome um <clears throat> does the fact that you're with pure noise now change things for the band because and i'm just asking this question based on you know what i've seen over the over the years um like as you were answering the last question what i was thinking was like for me it's like i'm the only dude in his 40s who's still doing this stuff you know uh and so whenever i find you give me hope i want to be like that in eight years that's what people are, are saying so i i uh you know, maybe I can bring some hope to, to people in, in that yeah. in, in that respect. But uh, but yeah, does being on uh, pure noise does it does it change things? Does it amp up the pressure? Because uh, like I say, I've seen some bands over the years, over those like two decades plus that I've been doing this, where you know a band is doing their thing, they're independent, um, they're pouring their heart and soul in, into it, right? And then it's like sign the dotted line and like ooh pressure's on yeah it's like both it's yes there's more pressure it's also like a new game I always tell people it's like we're on a taller ladder but we're at the bottom you know what I mean that's what I always say it's definitely like okay cool so now if I fail it's just a bigger failure yeah you know (laughs) and you know that's just the typical crippling self-doubt of a musician talking but um it is, i mean it is great like the label is awesome they're like super supportive and, like you know we can pretty much go to them and be like hey we have this cool idea we want to do this and they're like no that's awesome yeah let's do it and and so like it, it gives us an outlet that you know there are things that without them we wouldn't have been able to do like we just recorded a full-length album in october that will hopefully be out we don't really know when so i'm not even gonna say when but uh it's done yeah. It is done. Uh, but we, we, we can afford a full length before, you know? Like, there's 10 songs now. We could, we could do like four at a time, five at a time. We, uh, Pulling Focus was actually recorded in two separate occasions because we, we had to like get money for the recording and stuff like that. Um, so it's, you know, it's just one of those things where it's awesome that it, this allows us the outlet to, to do those things. And, couldn't be more grateful for like them believing in us and supporting us and letting us do this thing that's essentially a pipe dream that you know never in in my when I was in high school I was like yeah you know when I'm 32 I'll just I'll be in Canada in front of a Tim Hortons doing an interview uh about to professionally play a show with a band that I genuinely am a fan of like Pacific and Rarity um absolutely you know so it's like it's just crazy it's just it's insane and it's it's awesome to have this opportunity not to mention we're label mates with like so that's like that's crazy too and census fail and boy strong and hawthorne heights and like all these bands that like i listened to me and adrian and and orin started the three of us playing music together as a census fail cover band 16 years ago 
Right. So to be label mates with them is absolutely insane. There's no way that I ever would have thought like, yeah, we're going to, you know, I mean, we're not anywhere near that level. But like, you know, be able to be like, hey, I can, I can see you over there. No, absolutely. Like that was my next, uh, that was kind of where I was going to go next is that you're actually on the same label with bands that you probably came up on. Absolutely. Yeah. Which has got to be a crazy feeling. It's, it's an insane 100%. feeling. Yeah, 100%. It's just nuts. And what I'm hearing about um, your signing with, with Pure Noise is that, um, so, so things are on a, a, a bigger level, you know, bigger, bigger ladder. Um, as you mentioned, and uh, but I, I'm hearing that there are also more supports, so there's more pressure, perhaps expectations, but then you're also afforded the support to be able to do what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, they definitely. We're definitely not set up to fail. It's it's nice that they, you know, they they give us the resources and they they support our decisions and you know, help us make informed decisions and stuff like that. So that's, it's great. It's awesome. Nice. And um, I always like to, if I can, touch on um, a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff that the average fan might not even think of, you know, when they come, like there'll be a bunch of people that come to this show tonight and they're like, oh yeah, I've heard of that like Pacific band and those other bands were good, right? Like, that that's going to be a thing, right? Yeah, as you sure. know, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, like, those people aren't, I don't think, thinking about all the logistics that go with, you know, doing this professionally. So, uh, just as an example, like, this tour, right? This run is, what, two or three weeks? It's like, it's like two and a half weeks, yeah. Right? So, so how, does, how does that start? From beginning to end, from the from the first moment of like, oh, we could do like a two and a half week run with like Pacific. Like, how does how does that happen? <laughs> so this this particular one was is weird because I just started shit posting on Twitter. Like, I want to be like Pacific's friend, and so just from the band account, we just started interacting with them, and then we just became internet friends. And then they asked our booking agents if we wanted to do this run. And then our manager texted us. She's like, you guys want to do this? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. And then we started all the planning and the logistics and all that. Of course, stuff. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing uh, is that, like, those dudes have played basements around here for years and years and years. And now they're, like blowing up so i'm gonna put a short plug in for the scene in southern ontario actually all of ontario right um i think we can really uh stack up against like pretty much any scene in north america so, yeah. i'm, I'm yeah. pumped I, it's gonna be a great show then absolutely got my expectations up <laughs> so uh so yeah again welcome to canada i uh, really hope that you guys enjoy your time here thank you for taking some time here with uh spinning thoughts and just uh as we wrap up is there anything else that you would like to add uh yeah i mean pretty much thanks for listening and you know giving us your time and uh first interview here and hope to do many more for sure and more canada dates because we love to know this yeah <laughs> I really I that ice cap is like one of the best frozen coffee drinks I've had like ever. Yeah. I had two of them today. 
Yeah. Two separate times we stopped. We're obsessed. We're obsessed. <laughs> Enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, because we don't have that shit. Get the so plug. We got it. We got to get it now. <laughs> Tim Hortons, if you want to sponsor us, you know, we out hit here. us up. We out here for sure. There is one on like every corner in yeah. Canada. That's, yeah. a, that's the funny part. Everyone's it's like, like Duncan oh. back home. Yeah. But like, oh, yeah. This is, this is the Canadian version of Duncan. Absolutely. No, but, but like, your slaps. food is like better here because like there's like less sugar and like you guys use real sugar not high fructose corn syrup and everything um like your mcdonald's doesn't make us feel like shit after we eat it so right it's yeah. it's been a blast here we, we want to come back for sure <laughs> awesome well we hope that you do and uh, thank you again uh you can catch action adventure on tour with like pacific through the second week of july and uh, until next time, we will share music and spread love. Once again, I want to thank Action Adventure for being our guest here on episode 232 of Spinning Thoughts. As I mentioned in the intro, the band just had their van and trailer stolen while they were on tour with Like Pacific. I believe it was in Detroit. There is a GoFundMe link down below. If you can spare some money, go and help out Action Adventure. But the least that you can do and the best thing maybe that you can do besides helping them out with the GoFundMe is to follow them on social media, to listen to their music, and to find a friend that you really appreciate and just give them the love and the gift of music. Tell them about Action Adventure and you will be helping everybody involved. While you're doing all that, make sure you follow us on all social media at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com and we have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, leave a like, leave a comment, all those things. Help us. Let's just do this. We give you music, you give us serotonin, and we'll be back again same time, same place next week. Until then, make sure you share music, spread love. You're stuck in the same place again.